This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. We are living in a time where our future is uncertain, which means youth voice is as important as ever. Kia ora, join me, Leo, on Operation Rakatahi on ORFM's Youth Zone, 105.4 FM, 1575 AM or online at oar.org.nz or download the Youth Zone app on Google Play or the Apple App Store. I'm on the air every second Tuesday at 4pm. Kia ora and welcome to Operation Rakatahi with Leo. So um, this week we're going to be talking about um, the They Are Us film scandal because it's a big thing and it directly affects um, the social atmosphere of New Zealand and there's a lot to go through with it. Um, Yeah, so I hope you guys are all enjoying you could all be on holidays or at school or like exam leave like everyone's in a different state right now and like um just take your time to breathe because it's like life is so busy and when you do get a chance to rest do take it because it's good to recharge and like um re-energize yourself and take that time for yourself because it's often quite hard to do that when life goes so busy but when you do take the chance don't take it for granted so like yeah um yeah so um yeah so i'm gonna play a few songs um pulling out the kiwi music cd again and then i'll be back yes so let's start with the butler's time and i'll follow it up with something How does time work, and what is it? Why do, why do we use time? Is time something that's man-made, or is it an actual? Yeah, well, we use the vice Okay, let me let me handle that too. Yeah. So our reckoning of time exists only because we have things that repeat mm-hmm. in some interval. So ultimately, the things that repeat are vibrations. Point, point, point out a five-year-old who doesn't. <laughs> I dare you. Time moves quicker than your heartbeat. Maybe it's a time to take a break in the backseat. Or go face to face with the numbers in your mind. The eye of time takes a trouble kind. So just slow down Slow down Time takes away but you cannot my special friend The numbers don't add up but we can't pretend Six feet under or I'll be six feet above the rest Slow Can't live on sea But I ain't living off this land Yeah, I can breathe But does that make me a man? I go to 
with the things that are unknown. Yeah, my mind's been overthrown. Slow down. Slow down. Time takes away, but you cannot, my special friend. The numbers don't add up, but we can't pretend Six feet under, or are we six feet above the rest? Slow Celebrating local music. Join Carl every second Tuesday as he brings you the latest in local music as well as some Kiwi favourites. Hear from the musicians, discover new music and celebrate New Zealand's unique music scene. That's Choice Ads on Youth Zone every second Tuesday at 4.30pm on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. Dancing queen, should have been born in the 80s. Another teenage dream, all drinking on the West Beach, Lola Vila. But let it go, but let it go. Pink tops and high cut jeans, lipstick painting the side streets. The bands in New Orleans know how to make a scene. Shoulder feeling, but let it go. No, no, we can't wait for the time to change I'd rather call them mistakes than not us too young We don't know what you've done No, no, we can't wait If it's straight, it's late you meet me at the place than not us too young And we have begun Party people, let's get down to Taxi 
to make your own radio show? You've Zone on ORFM is your chance to make it happen. We're looking for enthusiastic young people aged 7 to 21 to create, produce and present their own radio shows weekdays from 4 till 5. This is a unique opportunity to get your voice, your interests and your music on air and to learn some wicked radio skills for free. To find out how you can get involved, email youthzone at or.org.nz or call the station on 471-6161 and ask for Domi.
Kia ora and welcome back to Operation Arakatahi with Leo. So, if you're just joining me, um, we're, I'm talking, going to be talking about the They Are Us film scandal um, and all that entails. And yeah, so pretty much um, there's been a movie being announced, a Hollywood film, that is going to be centered around the is going to be set during the Christchurch attacks and um, actress Rose Byrne has been cast as um, Jacinda Ardern and it's going to follow Jacinda Ardern and her handling of it. Well, this has created a whole lot of um, controversy as you would have assumed and um, I'm going to go into that because there is a lot to unpack and just from the initial outline and the initial casting and from what has been said, as of right now, 64,668,000 signatures have signed a petition to pretty much shut it down and because of its insensitivity. So um, to get a bit of context before I unpack the nitty-gritty of it, I've got an article here to outline the the... the the way the converse, the the show's going to go. So um, I've got an article from The Guardian. This is from yesterday, so it's kind of a compactness of the past week of everything that's gone on, and it's kind of summarised it in a nice, tidy wee way. So it starts as, a producer for a controversial Hollywood film depicting Jacinda Ardern's response to the Christchurch terror attacks has resigned from the project after criticisms that it sidelined Muslim victims. The premise of the film, entitled They Are Us, has also been criticised for its proposed subject. Uh, New Zealand Prime Minister Ardern, who is slated to be played by Rose Byrne, um, Australian actress Rose Byrne, um, Jacinda Ardern said on Sunday that it felt very soon and very raw for New Zealand and she said <clears throat> she thought it would not be appropriate for the focus of a film about the 2019 mosque attacks. There are plenty of stories from the March 15 that could be told but she doesn't think that hers could be one of them told. Ardern has reiterated that she's had no involvement with the film. The film was originally announced on Friday and billed as an inspirational story about a young leader's response to tragic events. It immediately came under fire from centering on the leadership of a white woman during the backdrop of a mass murder of 51 Muslims by a white supremacist. Many Muslims, Muslim New Zealanders criticised the move as it is exploitative, insensitive and obscene. A petition to shut down the film's production has gained about 60,000 signatures over the past three days. On Monday, New Zealand producer Philippa Campbell announced she was resigning from the proposed production that she had concerns over it and over people's views. And the producer now agrees that the, the events are too raw at this time to produce and she does not wish to be involved with the project as it is causing such stress, she said in a statement to the media. Uh, the announcement focus was focused on film business and did not take enough into account the human and political context of the story in this country. It is a complexity 
that context that has been reflected upon that has led to the decision. When the film was announced on Friday, writer and community activist Guled Meyer told The Guardian that the premise was completely insensitive. The reality of many victims are struggling right now. They still happen to be picking up the pieces financially and everything, he said. This tapped into something von- into the vulnerability that makes the most of the situation. The film will be directed by New Zealander would be directed and written by New Zealander Andrew Nichol, who wrote and directed Gattaca. Nichol has not yet commented on the response of the film's announcement. Okay, so that's just a real brief outline, and they also haven't had a resp- We also haven't heard from Rose Byrne about her involvement either. But the fact that it's creating this conversation and it's it's showing how affected the community is yet two, three years on, almost three years on from the attacks. And it's almost like, I genuinely think it's too soon. And it's, you don't, A, you don't, especially when you don't have enough community consultation, because I've read other, other articles and other interviews with, people from the from Christchurch's Muslim community where they've talked about that they were completely blindsided by the announcement and there was no consultation in the decision making and the fact that it hasn't had community approval or any consultation and any um, cultural awareness around it is kind of preposterous because this is something that's affected 51 people's lives and has had a widespread effect across um, the community to this day and people are still living with those events and it is quite and when you look at it it's quite it almost feels like a um, jumping on the bandwagon because it's still new and trying to get people to watch something and it just feels like and it it also feels like a bit of a whitewashing of the events yes Jacinda Ardern did a great job in her role as Prime Minister around this event but actually when you're focusing on realistically the the pretty much the one white hero in this story in this event and who didn't have a direct uh, involvement with it she was just doing her job as prime minister as any prime minister in the role would to go and support the community like and it seems very and the fact that you've got hollywood coming in and exploiting upon that it feels really insensitive and it's honestly kind of there's no perspective on it it's kind of getting one perspective and one perspective only from the outset i don't know what the script looks like and we all don't but from the outset if you're focusing the entire film around jacinda ardern and especially while she's still in her um premiership it seems really weird that you would be right that you would be creating a film on something that's our very very recent past and still is 
kind of we're still in the same ove that we were back then like there's no there's no cultural awareness there's no historical context to it either because it's it is it is still current event it's not really 2019 i don't think is historical enough to be creating a story around it i feel like you need at least 20 30 40 years for something to i feel like you we shouldn't even be discussing the idea of this until 20 years down the track because you won't get any historical perspective and it's not as fresh in everyone's minds and everyone is still living with the pain of that and it, it and like it is still affecting how our government is operating to today as well so it seems it, it really is too much to it's yeah it honestly seems like a bit of a slap in the face to the community and almost making them relive it only two three years on like it's not like it is yeah and honestly the fact that it got put through without well they're saying they had some community consultation but it was very lackluster and there wasn't enough of it and you w they weren't actually talking with the entire community it was just a couple of figureheads and a couple of the mosques and that was kind of it and it was like kind of glossing right past this and also you're writing you're making a film about also you're getting someone to the other thing is it seems very strange to have to not a get permission from the community to pretty much exploit this event to tell a white savior story but then also n not get permission from them and also not get permission from Jacinda Ardern because this this would seem very weird like it's not like they're making a crown like what they're doing with the crown on Netflix like they're they're making stories about what's happened from the 50s through till the 80s like that's something that's long gone and it's in their long past but it would seem very weird that um you would be creating a story around a person who on their events that only happened two years ago so it seems very strange to me that you don't get like i feel like two three years and to create a movie around a particular person without their permission seems like this is something that there's still like two three years ago that's like recent recent memory like that's and she's still in that over in prime in her role as prime minister and also she's still probably and she will still be dealing with the fallout from this in her job in her role as prime minister so it seems really strange that two three years is yeah um i genuinely think it should not go ahead because it clearly has not been handled very well and it hasn't been consulted upon like the fact that the community's first consultation project uh, process is kind of here you go we're making this movie 
and the whole world knows about it. Like, it almost feels like no one has a say, none of the community at large who are affected by it have no say in it whatsoever. And it makes it feel like they're doing it because they can and they want to and essentially to capitalize on this event so soon and it almost feels like they're running to the chase to try and get this made and yes eventually this is the sort of thing that will eventually get made but i don't I, three years two three years is too soon to be even thinking about this sort of thing like like this is the sort of thing you wait 20 30 years for where you've got perspective and maybe and people who have lived with that have processed it and potentially could have reconciled with the past and you're also getting historical perspective and being able to see causes and consequences and all that and being able to move from that and like have a full rounded perspective because we're still in the heat of it talking about a f- an event that happened the other day it kind of, the other the other year like feels like you're almost just going boom here you go it's almost it it, it removes it from being it makes it more personal than it otherwise would have been yeah and it just seems really like yeah um and I genuinely think there should be some sort of a formal apology to the community and the Fano around the the mosques and the community who are affected around them too and to the victims. Like this is like horrific stuff to be dealing with without Um, acknowledging the sensitivity or working around that because you're already seeing the backlash from it where they could have presented this to the entire community before they even made plans on it to see whether it would be okay but to kind of present it to the world and going right we're doing this kind of feels it it genuinely yeah It, it just and the fact that they're almost ignoring all of the other events that have happened around it and all of the things and people in the community have done and highlighting Jacinda Ardern is not the way to go about this event because yes she did a good job but she's not yeah it it just seems like a whitewashing of the event to focus on her and it's just yeah so I'm going to play another song. Um, yeah, so I'll be back after the break. It's a god-awful small affair To the girl with the mousy hair But her mummy is yelling no And her daddy has told her to go But her friend is nowhere to be seen now she walks through her sunken dream To the seat with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for For 
Everybody has something we wish we could tell our younger self. What would you say to yours? On Dear Younger Me, we'll be having conversations with people from a array of communities and contexts about what they wish they could say to their younger self. Tune in to Dear Younger Me on Youth Zone every second Tuesday at 4pm on ORFM Dunedin, 105.4 FM and 1575 AM. You can find podcasts of this show from oar.org.nz or download the Youth Zone app yznz.app Where'd you go? I don't know I just wanted a friend to call Now I'm on my own Don't feel at home It's just different 
Global Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call to need in home. Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app. Operation Rakatahi with Leo. So, um, 
if you've just joined me, I've been talking about the They Are Us film scandal and what that has meant and the fallout from it and um, the lack of cultural awareness around it. And yeah, so moving on with it. Um, firstly, I want to go back to the point around consultation and the lack of it. And um, there's been a lot of res- there's been some response from um, the film itself and the crew from it, not directly from particular people, but they've talked about how they did. But now they're planning to open up more conversation, and it doesn't sound like at this point they're going to stop um, production on it. They're going to move on with it and consult more and amend the script, which seems very... It doesn't feel like they're listening particularly, um, but, yeah, their plans were are to extend it out to um, the entire... all the victims involved and go back into consultation with the imam which are the prayer leaders at the um at both of the mosques um that were affected because those were the only two people that were from what 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 has been gathered that were originally consulted so it was only a couple of figureheads within the community it wasn't the community at large consulted and it was honestly a bit of a yeah and I honestly think that the fact that they're whitewashing the story to only to primarily focus on Jacinda Ardern and the lack of consultation kind of feels like it, it honestly feels really uncomfortable to even envision what that movie would look like because it would be honestly because it's not had any not very much cultural and community input to acknowledge the sensitivity it can have on the community but also looking at the um the crew that have been enlisted from the director and to many of the producers it's not looking like a very diverse production team which makes it feel really uncomfortable and the fact that Hollywood yes there is a Kiwi director but it, it, it does just feel like Hollywood swooping in and making money off a really dreadful time and um, for for the Christchurch community and especially the Muslim community in Christchurch at the time because and it is still affecting everyone to this day and um, it it honestly feels like not Hollywood's story to tell and it doesn't feel like that production team's story to tell I don't think they should even touch it they're not they didn't live through it like yes maybe some there's some Kiwi producers but it's a Hollywood film and yes they lived in New Zealand at the time but they they're not a member of that community like I don't think they should have the right to tell that story and but then also to tell it but then when they are telling it it feels like they're sidelining the whole community affected and it's 
only focusing on and it from the from the synopsis they've given us it sounds like another white savior story which we don't need more of those and it's honestly a bit of a It, it, like this, the the plot itself doesn't even seem something appropriate to tell because it's not about Jacinda Ardern the attacks. It's not. Yes, she, as I keep reiterating, she did a great job with her role, but it's not about her at the end of the day. And I'm sure Jacinda would agree with that. That it's the Christchurch attacks weren't about her and um. And that doesn't take away from how good of a job she did in addressing it and bringing the community the, the community together. But at the end of the day, it's not about her. And this movie is making it seem like it is about her when actually it, this is a whole... This is about a community who were were killed and... and, and terrorized in their own place of worship which was not okay and never will be but like the attacks are much bigger than just Jacinda Ardern and just highlighting her is not okay in my in my opinion and it and it goes and the whole idea of the terror attacks goes beyond just the event itself it it's steeped from we are a country of quite profound xenophobia yet we don't like to admit it at times but it, it was an event that came out of that and and a horrific man who committed those terrible things and um the fact that Yes, they shouldn't make it an event about what actually happened on that day. I do think that that it's good that they're not actually depict from this from what they're saying. They're not actually going to depict what actually happened in the mosques, and it's more about the response. But still, it's not just about Jacinda Ardern. It's how the whole community came together in that time of grief and how like yeah and it's not Hollywood's story to tell and it should never be and especially this this close to the actual events and it should be left at that and I don't think it should go ahead because it's not fair to the Christchurch Muslim community and um yeah so um, thank you all for tuning in. It wasn't the most uh, enjoyable of topics to talk about, but yet it is still important to be talked about because it's needed in our... It, we need to have these discussions because it's more than just, oh, they're making a movie about it, why should we care? Like, and Or, like, it is so big and it is affecting all parts of our lives and we should care and we should say that it's not okay and speak up because yeah um if you'd like support from a trained counselor contact 1737 uh 
download the Usone app on Google Play or the Apple App Store. Um, uh, visit my Instagram page at operation.rangatahi. And if you want to come on the show, um, if you want to come on the show as a guest or you have any issues you want spoken about on the air, flick me an email at operation.rangatahi at gmail.com. So, yeah, thank you all for tuning in and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. And, yeah, kakiti anō. Bye. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.